This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield with the Lynn Group. It's a solo flight again today. Uh, no Tana Pennington. She is rudely here in California. However, at the moment she is with her daughter and her brand new grandbaby. But I have something better. Owen, come here real quick. Come around, come around, come say hi. So Tana's son, Owen, who is working on a finance degree and wants to be a fancy pants. Lean down so things here. Look, think, think long hair, you see Tana. So say hi. Hello. Now go away. Okay. So Tana's son is here all summer working with Tana and me. So Tana's going to be here most of the summer. So anybody who wants to see her in person, uh, summertime is a great opportunity for that. So he is here. He is interning. He is learning all of the secrets so that they can eventually bury me somewhere. Um, hey, it's been a busy couple weeks. I know I haven't made any videos as usual. I get all fired up. I start talking too much. And last week I lost my voice again. I think that's the, the third time in a year. So it's uh, becoming quite the badge of honor if I can talk so much that my voice goes away. But things have been crazy. Um, main thing that happened last week, obviously, is this debt ceiling agreement thing that came into play. Let me kind of pop this on here. So Biden signs the Fiscal Responsibility Act. Right now, now let's think about this in context. Our, our last video, we talked about the debt ceiling. I talked about the history of the debt ceiling. Um, I was really, we'll say, alienated on how it was being presented to by politicians. Remember, Janet Yellen's out there saying the world is going to end, the country's going to stop and implode on June first. That was just a factual lie. She even changed it to June fifth to buy them more time. That was also a factual lie. Um, and then we think about what the negotiation was about. You know, McCarthy's coming in. He's going to cut spending. He's going to get that money clawed back, the 80 billion from the IRS that they don't need. All these things were going to happen. On the other side of the coin, Biden two months ago came out of the gates firing, saying, I ain't negotiate nothing. They're giving me all my money. And here we are. Everybody negotiated. And you know, it's ironic, you know, the stock market likes when there's certainty to stuff, right? So the stock market was all happy, wappy that a deal was put in place. But let's be fair, this deal is just mathematical garbage to the end user. I don't care what your politics are, what your opinion is. This is ridiculous at this point. You know, if you come to me or your your kid comes to you and says, mommy, 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 I just put a hundred grand on a credit card. Um, can I have another 10,000? You'd probably be like, Oh, whoa, maybe we should talk about what's happening with your spending. So let's think about what happened. So in simplicity, and I realize I'm oversimplifying this and we can get into the semantics of what the Fiscal Responsibility Act was all about. But in massive simplicity, it was basically about a spending freeze. Nobody won. Nobody lost. Everybody can just keep spending money, just not at any higher rates. Well, remember, 
the the limit was hit when the national debt hit a little over 31 trillion dollars it's basically you can see here on the screen it's almost at 32 trillion so if we freeze spending the way that it is at the moment the amount of money that we're spending more money than we've ever spent before then what this means is over the next two years because they push this out to 2025 it means we're going to add another four trillion dollars to our national debt oh it's just you know give yourselves a pat on the back america we're crushing it. I mean, this is what's amazing here. Here, this is the Treasury website. This isn't even hokey, weird stuff. This is right on the Treasury. The government's year started in October. They run their fiscal year October to September. So far, here on the screen, they're they've overspent one point one trillion dollars. We're only, you know, a little more than when they ran this. We were more just a little more than halfway through the fiscal year when this came out. And you're like, dude. You can then even see here on the right down below, it says compared to the national deficit last year. So October 21 to, to May of 22, we're 400 billion more. We have a hundred and excuse me, we're yeah, we we're 700 billion more. I apologize. I understated that we are up 173 percent in our country's spending. Dude, what is going on? This is crazy. This is crazy. And we just think we can keep kicking the can and, you know, it's all going to work out. And, you know, someone else will be the sucker holding the bag. But this is pretty amazing. Um, you know, I was I was just totally shocked when this was the final deal that came into place that there was, you know, we're just going to keep spending trillions and we don't have to be that responsible. We're just not going to spend more on top of the more that we're spending. We're also collecting more tax revenue than we've ever collected before. Last year, we collected almost $5 trillion. It was the highest amount ever. Now, put that in perspective. Remember, a lot of criticism about all those tax cuts, yet somehow we're collecting the most tax revenue ever recorded. Mm, those two thoughts don't belong in the same room. Mystery. Anyways, let's move on. That was kind of depressing. That was negative. Obviously, if the government's not worried about the debt, why should we be worried about it, right? So, now we fast forward to today. Today's a big day. Tomorrow's an even bigger day. Uh, inflation data just came out. The year over year increase is now 4%. Last month it was 5%. So I've got it on the chart here. Um, you look at a three year chart. Inflation peaked last year at 9.1% last June. So one year later, we're now annualized at 4%. So it's coming down steady, Eddie. Uh, let's see if you look at that month over month. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah, it grew at 0.1% month over month, which is amazing because you go back a year ago, let's see, June of last year, it grew at 1.2%. So a massive decline year over year. Still, we have high inflation. Still, everything is expensive. Still, eggs are expensive and gas is expensive. A lot moving on. But this is a really positive catalyst, right? You know, if we know that inflation is coming down, you know, we've talked a lot. We've had a lot of curiosity, criticism of what the Fed's been doing. The reality now that we have is, at least based on annualized inflation, the Fed's fund rate is now officially on top of annualized inflation. You know, now we're holding it underwater. So now the debate becomes, what's the Fed going to do? In fact, tomorrow's the big day, right? You know, June 14th is their announcement meeting on rates. And as of this morning, there's a 95% chance that they don't raise rates. So the probability at the moment is basically 100% that the Fed is going to finally hold and stay in place, which is interesting because that leads into next month. There's still a debate that they could do another quarter point increase. But remember, 
The whole premise here is, are we getting inflation under control? I know that Tan and I, earlier this year, we spent a lot of time on inflation videos. One of the biggest drivers in inflation is rents. Rents are coming down. That's a third of CPI inflation data. So as that softens out, this is going to be very opportunistic in the second half of the year. Inflation will come down. It'll give the Fed further and further excuse to hold. It'll give them ultimately further excuse to cut. I realize it's hard to prophesy what happens in December, but as of December, it looks like we're looking at, uh, you know, somewhere between a 40 to 70% chance that the, the Feds have held and or cut rates. So at the moment, the probability is there that they're probably cutting rates later this year. Um, so there's just a lot going on right now. Now, tomorrow's the big day, right? Market's happy at the moment. The market is up based on that declining CPI. But all that matters is that 11 o'clock tomorrow when your boy pal starts talking and what comes out of his mouth. He ruined the stock market last August. He ruined the stock market in October, in November. He loves to come out when there's good data and say, ah, good data, forget that. Everything's bad and we're going to keep hammering this thing to death, right? They've been playing kind of tough guy. But now that inflation is meaningfully below the Fed funds rate, this is putting a lid on the whole thing. So inflation is looking pretty positive at the moment as, as at least coming down and normalizing. So a lot going on. Everyone needs to hold their breath through tomorrow. If we can get through tomorrow, then maybe we have some stability. Summers are always rocky and debatable. The, the news is still all over the place. Remember all those Fed rate increases they did in the fourth quarter of last year and earlier in this year, those haven't even really mathematically hit the stock market yet. So we would suspect, you know, still a lot more volatility, a lot more drama as things shape up. You know, some good news can drive the market higher. You know, um, a, a ceasefire in Ukraine, for example. Conversely, if something gets worse somewhere else, you know, if China decides to, you know, park a, their Death Star on Taiwan or something, then we might have some problems. So everyone just needs to be patient and we'll see how things shape up. But obviously tomorrow is a big day and we'll be circling back with what whatever that meeting as for us. So that's it. Pretty easy, pretty short, you know, debt ceiling. Like I said, I was a little disappointed, but you know what? I guess if we're being shallow, the stock market liked it. The inflation data is getting better. So that's very optimistic for where the market's going. We still believe, as I keep saying, as we look out six, 12, 18 months, we think the stock market's going to be a lot higher um, because of political reasons, because of economic reasons. And so here we are. So anyways, that was it. Pretty easy. Next week, following week, we'll have Tan on the show. We're also going to start incorporating her little kiddo. Um, so it's going to be super exciting. Anyways, you guys have a great day. If you have any questions, just give us a call. 805-500-7035. You know, our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And everyone have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group, LLC. The Lynn Group, LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group, LLC 
the Lind Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.